Welcome to the Andy Griffin Show. Wake up! With your chance to sound off, give your opinion, and tell us your thoughts. It's on. It's now. It's here. It's the Andy Griffin Show on News Radio 890. 92.5. KDXU. Southern Utah's News Talk Leader. Welcome to the program. Eight minutes after 9 a.m. Happy Monday to you. Happy Valentine's Day. If you're attached, if you have a significant other, well, it's not too late, guys. You can go out and get something right now. Maybe plan your lunch hour around going to Target or Walmart or wherever you think you can find a decent present. But don't let it hang. Don't think, oh, she doesn't want anything. Don't do that. You'll pay later. Trust me on this one, okay? Uh, again, thanks uh, Thanks for tuning in today. Hey, uh, we've got a new lineup coming up on our weekends. We are revamping the weekend. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. When I first started here, uh, the, the weekends were, let's call them lackluster a little bit. It, almost, like, almost like we weren't trying very hard on KDXU to have anybody to listen. And I know weekends are funny. You, you're traveling. You're doing errands. You got things going on. But we wanted to put some compelling content on our weekends. And so uh, Kim Commando was there. We still have Kim Commando on Saturdays. We moved her, though. Instead of the mornings, we're going to have Kim Commando on in the afternoons from 1 to 4 p.m. That's Saturday. Uh, in her place, we'll have, uh, first of all, to kind of the kick off the morning, 6 a.m., a show called Amazing Americans. I think you're going to like it. I've listened to all these shows, and uh, I think I, I really think the content, the improvement of content on our weekends is going to be fantastic. Uh, well, there will be a block of folks Focus on business shows, or I guess you can call them infomercials if you want. And then at 11 a.m., uh, we're going to start something called the World Travel Show, brought to you by Columbus Travel. Larry Gowix will be uh, hosting that. He's going to be on later on this hour. Talk to me about some of the cool places that he's traveled during his uh, lifetime. There have been a lot, trust me. Then the Kim Commando Show. Uh, Rick Edelman will still be on Saturday afternoons, 4 to 6. And then Amazing Americans again at 6 p.m., on Saturday night, followed by Hannity, and then coast to coast. Uh, that's your Saturday changes. A little bit different. Uh, a lot of the Dave Ramsey reruns will not be on anymore. We'll still have Dave Ramsey live every single night, but a lot of the Dave Ramsey reruns will not be on. Saturday, or excuse me, Sunday mornings, we start at 6 a.m. with a show called The State of Us. I think you're going to like that show. Two-hour block there. And then later on in the day, and we'll have a, the rest of Sunday doesn't change until we get to 6 o'clock at night. 6 o'clock at night, we're going to be running a show called Strange Planet. And I have the coach of uh, the uh, coach, the host of Strange Planet on the phone line with me right now, Richard Surrett. Richard, how are you today? Hey, Andy. I'm great. And what a, what a thrill to be part of KDXU, Southern Utah's News Talk leader. Thank you so much. We're, we're pretty excited about our new lineup, and I just feel like our weekend needed a boost, kind of a shot in the arm. And, Richard, I think you're part of that shot, if you will. I know, I know shots are controversial right now, so we won't talk too much about them. But uh, thanks for uh, coming and being part of it. Tell us a little bit about, first of all, where, who you are, where you're from, what's going on in your life, Richard. Well, uh, Andy, I am uh, sitting here in uh, the Great White North. Oh, Just beauty. north of Toronto in a little village called Old Thornhill. It's an historic village. dates okay. back to the late 18th, 18th century. And uh, I've been in talk radio for about 30 years. Okay. I would say uh, for the first uh, 10 years, I was primarily uh, on the other side of the glass as a call screener and a chase producer and an on-air producer. Mm -hmm. And then in um, the early 2000s, I, I got my own show. And I had to try and figure out what am I going to fill two hours with? And <laughs> yeah. um, 
the uh, it didn't start off as you know conspiracies and Bigfoot and that those elements were sort of slowly introduced and then it just took off and and um, it took over the show and and consequently took over my life and here I am twenty years later uh, doing Strange Planet Radio. Uh, I also am a, a regular fill-in guest host on Coast to Coast AM, so cool. uh, people are going to get sick of hearing me on, on KDXU. They'll hear me on my show, and occasionally they'll hear me on uh, Coast to Coast as well. And I, and I maybe didn't mention it, but we still carry Coast to Coast at midnight every night and, you know, through the nighttime. And, uh, Richard, I, I uh, am fascinated by this. Now, I, I'm admittedly admittedly a, uh, a conspiracy theory kind of doubter I, like i want a little more evidence before you can draw me in and get me signed up for it uh i don't i i don't buy into a lot of them one of them that actually i came up with and a lot of people are like no you're crazy is uh i don't know if you remember michael jordan was, was an iconic figure in the united states he took two years off of basketball to try baseball and then right. came back after that and won some championships. And my theory way, this was way back then in the 90s, was that he was suspended for gambling for two years, but nobody knew about it. It was a, it was a secret deal between him and the commissioner of the NBA. Uh, I could never find any evidence to back that theory up, but that was my one conspiracy theory that I thought of on my own, and everybody thinks I'm crazy. So, Oh, I don't think you're crazy. I mean, I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a huge uh, a basketball fan, so I don't know all the ins and outs. I do remember when he took a couple of years off and he tried to, I think he was playing in uh, the minors for the Chicago White Sox. Right, right. Uh, and and quickly discovered hitting a round ball with a round bat is one of the most difficult things to do in sports. <laughs> it really you is. might be onto something. But, uh, but Andy, I'm like you. I am not a dyed-in-the-wool conspiracy theorist either. I mean, I take everything on a case-by-case basis. I'm also kind of show-me-the-evidence. Mm-hmm. And some of, you know, uh, some of these turn out to be, um, let's say, uh, pure fantasy. Others actually have, I think, a great deal of, of credence. The, the, the problem is you never, ever quite find that smoking gun, that one document that sort of ties everything together and proves yeah. conclusively. Um, and uh, the, the program used to be called The Conspiracy Show, but it was a bit of a misnomer because... I cover far more than, than conspiracies, and that's why I'm sort of rebranding it as Strange Planet Radio. First of all, it's, I think it's a friendlier name. <laughs> uh, the, the term conspiracy can be somewhat radioactive these days. Yeah. Uh, but I, I talk about much of the same fare as you'll hear on, on Coast to Coast AM, but with, in my own sort of uh, unique style. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about UFOs. I love to talk uh, about alternative energy. I love, I love to talk to inventors. Um, I get into a little bit of politics occasionally, uh, cryptozoology, uh, the par- the paranormal. It's it's mm-hmm. a very broad canvas on which my guests and I paint. Let me uh, ask you a couple of questions. Uh, w- one of the things to me that taints a conspiracy is if you trace the origins of it back to money. If somebody's making money off of the theory or has a potential to make a lot of money off of a conspiracy. Those kind to me, I'm like, all right, I, I see where this is going. Somebody wants, you know, to sell something or get rich off of something. And the other thing I always had a question about for uh, coast to coast fans, and I'm a fan too, uh, but, and as a t- sometimes coast to coast host, is it hard sometimes to have an open mind about all this? And I know that's a, two different questions, but maybe if you could address those two things, because I think sometimes like someone will call and say, Hey, this, this, and this, and I'll be like, okay, here we go. 
Right. Well, as uh, the, the first part of your question, um, you know, I, I'm a bit of a, uh, a booster for, the, for free market capitalism, and I don't have a problem with someone earning a living. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's say, for example, someone has dedicated the last 10 years of their life to researching and writing a book on, let's say, the, uh, the RFK assassination, Robert F. Kennedy assassination. Mm-hmm. And that book does very well for them on, on Amazon. And you could say, well, they're making money, so they've got a skin in the game, so therefore, you know, I don't know that, that, I, that I believe it. Well, again, I, I don't have a, an issue if someone is, you know, dedicated to such a huge part of their life to this. And, and many of the people that, that come on the program have done just that, which is, to me, which is one of the fascinating aspects, sort of, you know, setting aside the credibility of the theory for a moment and just taking a look at these people as individuals who have just like allowed this issue, this, this, this subject matter to take over their entire life. Uh, to me, I find that fascinating. Um, so you're right that, that sometimes conspiracies or certain, certain things become kind of a cottage industry onto themselves. Um, let's say, for example, the whole UFO uh, space or the UFO arena. Uh, there, are, there are just countless UFO symposiums and conferences and, and webinars and, and, you know, you can make a living just doing the speaking tour. Um, so there may be an element of truth to what you say in that. But in terms of an individual, you know, profiting from writing a book about a subject, I, you know, a newspaper man or a newspaper woman, they make a living. Uh, everybody's allowed to make a living. Sure, sure. You know what, and I and I understand what you're saying, and maybe to clarify a little bit, I guess what I what I meant was they shape their beliefs based on whether or not they can make money versus believing something and then making money off of something you already believe. To me, you know, if you change the way you believe because there's a buck to be made, that that to me is a red flag. Ah, yes, hundred <laughs> percent. I agree. Now we're on the same page. But of course, that that uh, that goes for everything, right? That goes for virtually every field of endeavor, whether we're talking about uh, politics. I mean, if you're not, if you're not being authentic and genuine, but I, I think people have a radar for that. Um, mm-hmm. I think people can pick up on that. If you're not being genuine and authentic, I don't think you can fake that. I, I agree. I agree. I, you know, and, and I, I've done sports for about 30 years and uh, I've ha- occasionally had guys come on and do a color commentary with me who clearly don't know much about either the game or the teams that they're broadcasting and they try to fake it and people can tell and I'll get texts or, or, or emails right away saying, hey, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about or that's not true or how could this. So I know exactly what you're talking about there. Talk about open mindedness now, if you would, Richard. Uh, Sometimes I hear, you know, someone will call and I'll go, I'll kind of in the back of my mind, I'll be rolling my eyes. In fact, there's probably a good thing there's not a camera in the studio because sometimes I literally roll my eyes when someone calls and has a conspiracy that I don't think could possibly be true. Is it easy for you to be open-minded? Well, um, I have to, again, I take it kind of on a case-by-case basis, but one of my primary objectives has always been um, to provide a, a respectful platform. And if I'm going to invite someone on the show, then they're, they're entitled to respect. And, and um, you know, I, I leave it to the listeners ultimately to decide, you know, whether this person and their theory passes muster or, or whether it's, you know, beyond the pale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try and ask 
uh, you know, all of the right questions. I try to put myself in the, in the um, position of the listener. What would the listener want to know? And then at, at the end of the interview, hopefully, the, the listener has all the information they need to make, you know, to make it a determination. Um, I, don't, I don't use the program, uh, the time on the program, to debate the guest. Um, I, I want to, again, I want to provide a, pla- a, a platform, and I want them to tell their story. Mm-hmm. I don't want to leave anything on the table. I want them to tell their story, and again, the listeners get to decide at the end. And maybe it's um, my upbringing as a Canadian. We tend to be, uh, we get that label, oh, you're so polite. <laughs> but I, I don't know. It's, uh, I just, I think I, that's owed to the, to the guest, and it's owed to the, to the listener. I mean, if they, if another program wants to, to approach it differently and, and debate and argue and uh, then you really never get anywhere as far as I'm concerned, because that person, again, may have dedicated the last 10 years of his life. He's written or she's written, you know, a 450 page book with footnotes and and let them tell their story, for God's sake. That's what I say. Yeah, well said. In fact, uh, you and George Norrie, Art Bell, were so fantastic at that, at having someone on and listening to them and letting them tell their story and not being, I don't know if judgmental is the right word, but not not being, you know, argumentative and saying, look, you know, this is their story. Listeners can maybe call and disagree or if they want to, but uh, yeah, having a guest on is, is uh, and being polite and letting them do their thing is really important. I, I believe that too. That's what I try to do here on the on the morning show here on KDXU. Tell us a little bit more now about Strange Planet and what we uh, what we're going to find every Sunday night at six o'clock. Well, it's a, it's a two hour program. I divide the show usually in 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 half. So hour one is a uh, is is one guest and a separate topic, and hour two. New guests, new topic. Uh, you know, it's um, it's it's pretty fast paced. Even though it's what I call long form radio, um, we cover. I tend to cover a lot of ground with a guest in an hour. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I say, it's um, it's everything from soup to nuts. It's it's UFOs. It's Bigfoot. It's it's uh, the, the legend of Atlantis and and and, and ancient civilizations and. Um, Inventors. Sometimes I, I I'll get into alternative health, a little bit of alternative health. Mm-hmm. Uh, all things alternative, I guess, is best is the best way to sum up this program. All information alternative, um, and I, I I like to try and keep them. I call them sort of evergreens, so that if you if you uh, want to go back and listen to one of my programs, you know, three years later, uh, it's sort of it's still it's still it still stands up. You know, it's it's yeah. not necessarily driven by what's happening in the news right now, but sometimes you can't avoid it. Right now, for example, uh, the trucker protest that mm-hmm. is just sweeping the planet. And, of course, it kind of started up here in, in Canada and just north of me in Ottawa. Uh, so this week's program, actually, um, will be delving into uh, the trucker protest, but kind of taking a, a bigger picture. And that is, what is the role of civil disobedience in a, in a Western liberal democracy? And uh, a great U.S. constitutional lawyer, Jonathan Emord, uh, is on in the first hour to discuss that. And uh, and then, uh, obviously, the uh, the ongoing pandemic continues to be a huge issue and probably will uh, be for 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 many uh, many months at least to come. So we'll speak with a former cattle rancher who's uh, turned into a uh, a COVID data analyst. Wow! Uh, he, he looks he dives deep into the data. 
Uh, and one of the, the issues that he addresses on this week's show in the second hour is what happened to the flu? Uh, for two years, the flu virtually disappeared, and then it reappeared again, which is kind of an interesting mystery. So he'll, uh, he'll be talking about that. And, um, uh, yeah, that's, that's what's on tap for this week's show. Very cool. Have you uh, developed over the years a few of the conspiracies that you're really fond of, that you really, really buy into, that you really believe and love? Uh, I would say, you know, kind of the granddaddy of all conspiracy theories has to be JFK, mm-hmm. uh, JFK, RFK, MLK, uh, which all happened, you know, within five years of each other. Uh, and I've probably done more programs on, uh, in fact, I did an ongoing series on uh, on JFK um, around the, I believe it was the 50th anniversary, and then we did some again a few years ago. Uh, so... Uh, the, the JFK assassination for me remains, um, I think, one of the most credible. The idea that that, that uh, you know Oswald was not responsible, um, and uh, I, I kind of have this line about JFK. I think you know, practically, there was. I think everybody, aside from Lady Bird Johnson and maybe Jackie, had a gun in Daly Plaza that day. There were so <laughs> many people lined up. Uh, with so many reasons, so many motives uh, to kill the 35th president. And um, uh, to me, it just remains one of the most enduring mysteries of all time. Did, uh, did the movie JFK enhance that or hurt it or, or either way? I think, I think Oliver Stone's JFK is, is virtually a documentary. I mean, I think it mm. happened pretty much the way uh, that he laid it out in that, in that landmark film. Um, uh, and, and recently, Oliver Stone has re-entered the fray. He and uh, a friend of mine, one of the foremost JFK assassination researchers, I think, on the planet, James D. Eugenio, uh, are working together now, and uh, or were working together, and they just released a, a, a new documentary. And uh, Oliver Stone told Jim D. Eugenio, he said, if I had known you back in uh, the early 90s when I made JFK, that movie would have been entirely different. There were so many things that Stone learned from, uh, from D. Eugenio's research. Uh, I, I mean, I can't imagine, but th- 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 as great a movie as it was, it would have e- even had been better had uh, James D. Eugenio perhaps been, uh, you know, consulting on that film back in 92. Wow. Wow. Good, good stuff. Uh, Richard Serrett. The show is called, again, Strange Planet. Richard Serrett's Strange Planet. Uh, and, and it, yes, there are conspiracies involved, but other, other stuff as well. And it'll be here every Sunday night at six o'clock on KDX. You've got a couple of minutes uh, left, Richard. Are there any other, uh, I don't know, out there ideas or theories that, that, that you kind of have taken a liking to? Wow. Uh, you know, that's asking, you know, who are my favorite children, Andy? That's always a... <laughs> well, I have one, but I can't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. you, you actually have a favorite. All right. I, yeah, I do. Um, yeah. Not let's really. See. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, um, one of them listens to my show every day, so I guess I got to go there, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, I, uh, I would say... The um, the World Economic Forum right now and uh, this idea of uh, a Great Reset, which was sort of considered a conspiracy, but now it's starting to come out more and more that it's mm. not a conspiracy. There is, you know, they're very powerful. They even refer to themselves as elites over there in Davos. 
uh, Klaus Schwab, uh, the architect of this great reset, and and he wrote a book about you know how uh, how the elites and 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 governments could could seize upon this opportunity that COVID presented to sort of restructure the world economy and and. Uh, uh, as it turns out, many of our political leaders here in Canada, including our prime minister and a number of premiers and, and federal cabinet ministers, uh, are all sort of graduates of Klaus Schwab's uh, global youth leadership program. Hmm. And, um, you know, when, when this was first floated, you know, this great reset idea in 2019, it was, you know, shot down as a conspiracy theory. But now, you know, we're starting to see it's, it, there's a great deal of credence to it. And so to the point now where in Canada, it's become part of the, the public discourse and people are debating, you know, uh, if, if, for example, uh, the leader of one of our federal parties is a graduate of this World Economic Forum's Global Leadership Program, should that disqualify them from holding public office in Canada? So, you know, once in a while, Andy, um, things that are initially sort of shot down, what's that old quote from Schopenhauer? Uh, the truth goes through three stages. First, it's ridiculed. Then it's violently opposed, and thirdly, it's accepted as self-evident. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and with that particular conspiracy theory that was once ridiculed, I don't know that it was very, ever violently opposed. It was certainly mocked and scorned, or anyone who would uh, advance it. Now it is slowly being accepted as self-evident. Mm. Yeah, and a little scary too, as a matter of fact. All right, it Richard, is. I know yeah. you've I know you've got to go. I know you have a busy schedule ahead of you, but we are so looking forward to having you on KDXU every Sunday night at 6 o'clock. Uh, Richard Serrett's Strange Planet here on KDXU. Thanks, Richard, for coming on today. Andy, what a pleasure. Great meeting you. And uh, again, what a thrill to be part of KDXU. Thank you so much. All right. Well, uh, listen to you on Sunday night. It's Bye-bye. 9.30 on KDXU. Thanks again to Richard. We're going to have Larry Gelwicks on with the Columbus Travel World Travel Show coming up in just a couple of minutes here as well. Compelling guests, hot topics, the latest news. Always on the Andy Griffin Show. Is there a juicy part in it for me? Right here on News Radio 890. 92.5. KDXU. Southern Utah's News Talk Leader. Welcome back. 934. Thank you to Richard Searitt for coming on, talking about his new program. It'll be Sunday night. At 6 p.m. And uh, like I said, we're, we're, ju- we're, we're giving the weekends a shot in the arm, stepping our game up a little bit. So you'll be interested in listening to News Radio 890 92.5 KDXU on the weekends. Part of that revamping is Saturday during the middays, 11 to 1. It's 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. We'll be uh, presenting. Uh, Larry Gellix will be live on the air. And in fact, Larry's with me right now via the telephone. Hi, Larry. How are you? Hey, it's a great day to be in St. George, and it's a great day to be in Salt Lake. We're so excited about taking the travel show to News Radio 890 and 92.5 KDXU in St. George in southern Utah and KSUB up in Cedar. You sound a little bit muffled, but we can hear you. I don't know if there's a way you can clarify that a little bit, but great to have you, Larry. We really appreciate uh, you uh, spending a few minutes with us um, today. Tell us a little bit about your show. Uh, we've uh, gotten, the, gotten the midday, well, 11 a.m. show, and is this, uh, and Andy, is this any better? Yes, much better. Thank you very much. Well, the travel show is really a lot of fun, and as you mentioned, we're every Saturday live and lively from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. <laughs> it's the most unusual travel show anywhere. We're not a Rick Steves type show as much as I like that. What we talk about is 
destinations, what to do, uh, the bargains that are out there. Uh, and then we take live call-in questions from listeners. Now, Andy, I have hosted the travel show, which is syndicated now. Uh, we broadcast throughout the Intermountain West, Texas, and Florida for mm-hmm. 30 years. And I mentioned that we take live call-in questions. Let me give you two that were quite memorable. Is that all right? Oh, yeah. I'd love to hear it. Uh, I want to know, uh, you're an old pro on the radio. I want to <laughs> know how you would answer this question. i got to have an answer from you. Okay. These okay. are real questions. We're going to Florida. Which beach is closest to the ocean? <laughs> Are you kidding now, me? Come on, Andy. How are you going to answer that? Uh, the one right by the water. I don't know. All right. Here's, here, I'll give you just one more. I'll give you just one more. Okay. Um, what is the best month to visit Colorado to watch the deer turn into elk? <laughs> To watch the deer turn into elk. We just had the conspiracy theory guy on. Maybe maybe he knows how that works. <laughs> yeah, actually, so we talk about, uh, you know, just how to, what I call ethically and legally beat the system. Uh, how, to, how to get a refund on a non-refundable ticket. Mm. Where are the best values? We always talk about shop value, not just price. Right. And, of course, uh, uh, and I work with Morris Columbus Travel. We have an office there in St. George. My friend Gary Sorensen is vice president of sales. 595 South Bluff Street, they're open 9 to 5. Yeah, so so good. In fact, Larry, uh, Gary Sorensen is on every other Friday here at 835 with uh, with the, the travel with travel talk, he talks about some of the destinations, and that's one of the things I wanted to talk to you about. You talk about travel in the world, uh, but you can't talk about that kind of thing unless you've done a little bit of it. What are some of your favorite places, Larry, that you've been to? Well, you know, I I used to count the countries that I had visited many many years ago, Andy. I stopped counting at one hundred. I think Ooh. I ought to go see where I am. Seriously, I am a complete travel junkie. Hopeless, unrepentant travel junkie. <laughs> now, I'm often asked the question, just as you did, and it's a good question, Larry. What are you, what's your favorite place? And I have to answer it. Question. Say, what is the purpose of the trip? You see, with this absolute sheer scenic beauty that overloads the senses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. French Polynesia. Okay. Bora Bora, the Nukuhiva, the Marquesas Islands. For something exotic, exciting, safe, good value, everything from the foothills of the Himalayas to the most beautiful beaches in the world, that's an easy one, Andy, Thailand. You know, if it weren't for uh, my kids and grandkids, my wife Kathy and I would live in Thailand. If you want history, how, how do you do any better than Europe and the Middle East? Right, and for something that's adventuresome, a, a bit of raw life, it's an African safari in Kenya during the during the Great Migration, which is July, August, and September. Those are my favorite places. Wow. I'll tell you what other favorite places and Angelica's Mexican there in St. George. Mm-hmm, 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 yeah, I think it's pronounced. 
uh, Jack, who used to work for you, yeah. he and his wife run that, Angelica's. I eat there every time I come to St. George. Yeah, it's good stuff. In fact, I, he's one of my AG-approved sponsors here on KDXU, and I always tell people, look, I, I know it's early in the morning, but you've got to have lunch today. You've got to eat dinner today. Consider Angelica's. It's so, so good. Oh, my gosh, it's great stuff. Now, if, if so, you, know, you know, it's it's a... It's, it's alive and lively. Um, I would say the travel show is entertainment first with really good travel information. We want people laughing out loud, saying, wow, I didn't know that. You know, just this last Saturday, we were talking about Hawaii. Did you know there's 152 islands in the state of Hawaii, islands and atolls? 152. Did not and know that. If you take east to west, north to south, not in land mass, but just distance, it's the second largest state in the country. Alaska is wow. the bigger one. Can I mention something about Hawaii that, that Gary and that excellent staff that he has there at Morris Columbus Travel on Bluff Street will all. And this is one thing we talk about on the travel show is. Shop value, not just price. I'll just give you one example. I love Hawaii. I've actually been to Hawaii. This is a real number. 169 times. You're kidding me. Seriously. Because I've been there three times, and I thought I was a frequent uh, visitor. I used, <laughs> I used to commute there at least twice a month because of business. Uh, my very first trip, I grew, up, I grew up in San Francisco as a little surfer boy. Uh-huh. And had the surfer haircut and all of that, you know. <laughs> Don't I went to Hawaii at age 16 wow. with my surfboard and surfed, and I fell in love with everything about Hawaii. But let me just give you an example. And um, so let's just take a six-day, five-night Las Vegas, because most of our listeners in southern Utah are likely to fly out of Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh to Honolulu, and I just picked a random day late in March, March 23rd, six days, five nights, at the Sheraton Princess Kailani, 830 bucks. That's air, hotel, and taxes. That's a heck of a deal. Now That's shopping price. Now let's shop value. Okay. For $21 a day more, you can upgrade to the ultra-deluxe Hyatt Regency Waikiki. For twenty-one bucks wow. more a day per person for just nine fifty-six, and so that's one of the things that we do, Andy, is break it down. How do you shop value, not just price? Yeah, one of the things you know, uh, and I don't want to turn this into a commercial, but one of the things I really love about uh, about uh, Morris Columbus is the idea of getting on a bus in St. George. Taking the bus, the you know travel coach right to the the cruise ship. If you're going on a cruise, getting on the cruise ship, cruising around for a week or whatever, getting back, getting on the bus, and coming right back to St. George. No airplanes involved. No hassle with the luggage. No carry on. No, you know, to me that that is one of the most amazing things that you guys do. Yeah, you know, staff there at Morris Columbus Travel do have some of those programs. And i got to tell you, Andy, I love cruising. Uh, I probably go on, I don't know, four or five or six cruises a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I love about it is I pack and unpack one time. I see exciting ports of call. I go on the cruise ship as a passenger. 
I come off as cargo. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm not sure what that means. What does, it, what does that mean? Well, because, <laughs> I, I mean, to me, it's a culinary feast. Oh, you know, I okay. Of, I have my I have my bed kind of rolled up to the buffet. Oh, it's time for my afternoon feeding. <laughs> time for dinner number three, perhaps. That's right. But who's counting? Yeah, yeah throw another shrimp on the Barbie. Oh man! Uh, now, now one of the things I was talking with Gary Sorensen about a couple of weeks ago was uh, the different kinds of tourism. You, you talked about the sensory overload for beauty, where you were going to go to just have fun. And one of the places he mentioned that is a different kind of tourism is going to Israel and the history and the I can't even describe it the way he did, but maybe you can talk about that. Going to a place like Israel, where the goal is not to go ride jet skis and go scuba diving, although you could do that stuff if you wanted, but the goal is actually to experience and to learn. You know, one of the great uh, trends that we're seeing in travel now is called experiential travel or travel with experiences. Uh, You mentioned the Holy Land. You know, that really is a life-changing experience. Hmm. And I know at Morris Columbus Travel, we have a wide variety of Holy Land tours. You can see them at mmetours.com. But I think what it is is that it just gets down into into your life and your soul. I think the critical thing about a Holy Land experience is... How does this affect my life? You know, the most frequent comment that we get uh, from our Holy Land visitors is they come home and say, I can't wait to read the four Gospels again. Hmm. Now, uh, have you been to uh, places of history, be it Gettysburg, Nauvoo? Yeah, uh, I, I, I went to D.C.? Yes, I've, I've been uh, actually back east. I've been to Philadelphia and New York City and Washington, D.C. and some of those places, yeah. All right, when you were in Philadelphia, did you go to Independence Hall? I'm sure you did. I saw did. the Liberty Bell? Yeah, for yeah. sure. You know, Andy, so uh, here, is, here is what happens. You can't read the account of the signing of the Declaration of Independence after having visited where it was signed at Independence Hall and ever be the same again. You're right. Uh, for those of the LDS faith, you can't go to Nauvoo or Palmyra or the Sacred Grove and read those accounts and ever feel the same again. Those of, the, of a Catholic faith, you can't go to the Vatican and, not, and, and feel the same about your faith. And that's the difference of when you go to the Holy Land. You stop your boat out on the Sea of Galilee, and you recall Matthew 14. You, you go to, to the Tomb of Resurrection, Mount Tabor, where the um, Transfiguration— I mean, you visit all of these sites, hmm. uh, and it, 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 you can visualize it. It is never the same, be it history, you know, it, at Gettysburg, at the Vatican— at the Holy Land or at Nauvoo, you're never the same. I'm, I'm getting to that age where I want to start taking more trips. I'm not far from retirement, Larry. One of the things that you know I want to do is, is I want to take trips. Would you recommend, and I know this is a, a question with a million answers, but would you recommend someone 
uh, who was fresh into retirement, going on the fun trips, you know, the cruise where you eat a lot or, or the trips where you go scuba diving and jet skiing or, or an experiential trip or a trip about beauty. What, what would be my top priority? Say I only had time for one trip in the next two years. Well, did you have a priority you try to tell people? Well, I would say, you know, which is the best ice cream, chocolate, vanilla, <laughs> strawberry? Everybody has a personal choice. Sure. For some of those people, it's it's um, it really is, you know, I want that Holy Land experience. I want because there's no right or wrong answer. Very short story. A couple sitting in my office some years ago. And they just retired. They'd always wanted to travel and listen to my show for forever. And we were talking about this particular cruise that I was hosting, and I would be on board. And and the the wife, oh, she wanted to go, and the husband, uh, I just don't know. And I don't know. This thought came to me, and I said, you know, I don't want to be morbid, but go while you can. All of us have. <laughs> yeah experiences in life that change everything and it, it resonated with him and they went on this trip the first big trip they'd ever taken and six months later he had a health episode where they could never travel again now, i don't want to be morbid but you know we get to a certain age and it's like go while you can and for younger couples with your children Go while you can while they're young and still at home. So I would say go while you can. Yeah, maybe doesn't necessarily matter where. Just go, right? You know. Well, every, yeah, everybody's everybody's preference is different. For me, I'd go back to Thailand. I've been there oh a gazillion times. I'd go back in a heartbeat. But it's everybody has a different preference. There's no right or wrong. But go while you can, because I'm telling you right now. As we come out of this pandemic and we're returning to normalcy, I have never seen the promotions higher. There are promotions out there, free airfare, free open bar, free Wi-Fi, uh, kids sale free, all of these. Un- and I've never seen the prices lower as they're, they're using price to get us back. Well, now's the time to go. Now's the time to go. All right, I got to get commercial break in. Larry, do you want to hang on a little longer? Go to the top of the hour. It would be my pleasure. Awesome. All right, appreciate that. Uh, commercial break brought to you by Joe Shoney. Joe Shoney is a loan consultant. He is a uh, specialist in customer service. In other words, taking care of you. I highly recommend Joe Shoney uh, because the reviews don't lie. In, fi- in fact, if you go online to experience.com, read the reviews on Joe Shoney, you go page after page after page after page. It took, I think I was five pages down before I found one that wasn't a five-star review, and it was a four-star review. So uh, go online and check out Joe Shoney. Uh, and then when you decide that you really need a loan where the the loan officer cares about you and cares about your loan and who you are and what you do. Then you'll call Joe Shoney. Phone number is 435-590-6300. Joe Shoney is NMLS 121041. More with Larry Gelwicks right after this. Welcome back. It's the Andy Griffin Show every morning, 9 o'clock here on KDXU. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Andy, and uh, what a beautiful day we have on tap. It's going to be close to 70 today. Tomorrow will be mid-60s. Do have a cold front coming through. 
a bit later on, maybe Wednesday or Tuesday night or Wednesday, but uh, otherwise perfect weather. Uh, it's 953. Larry Gelwick's on the phone line with me. Larry's going to be on Saturdays live and lively at 11 a.m. right here on KDXU. Larry, what's the official name of your show? I don't know if I ever got the official name. I lost you there for a minute, Andy. Oh, I'm sorry. Question. Yeah, I was I was going to say, what's the official name of your show? I don't know if I know the official name of it. Well, the official name is the Trout. My radio name is Larry Gelwick's the Getaway Guru. The Getaway and Guru. I said, I, it's been my pleasure to host the show now for <laughs> thirty years. Wow! And we talk travel, we dream travel, we do a lot of consumer information. Also, I mentioned, uh, you know. Airline passengers have federally protected rights in the event of an overbooking, a flight cancellation, or a significant delay. We talk about that. This, did you know there's a 24-hour rule that if you buy an airline ticket, non-refundable, you have the federally protected right to cancel that ticket without penalty, get a full cash refund if you do it within 24 hours. So there's all sorts of things that we talk about. We do talk about some destinations, travel news, and the highlight of the show are you, the listeners, calling in live with your questions, comments, your recommendations, your suggestions. It's one big travel show family. Just don't ask how close the beach is to the ocean. That that <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a real question. Yeah. Hey, I had someone. I, I take a lot of texts on this uh, this uh, this uh, show. And by the way, if you want to text in four three five four six seven five eight four two, somebody said, "Hey, please ask Larry how many Hawaiian shirts he owns." Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, probably. 15 or 16, 17, something like that. Uh, every Monday on the new news on KUTV Channel 2 television, which is broadcast down there in St. George, mm-hmm. I do a travel report, not a commercial, news report with the anchors, and I'm always in the loudest Aloha shirt you can possibly <laughs> ma- imagine. I'll be on today at 12.15. You know what's funny, Larry? I, I, of course, been to Hawaii a few times, and each time bought a Hawaiian shirt or two. So I have, you know, maybe a half dozen. But I've found that the occasion to wear them when you're not in Hawaii is kind of rare. I, I, I don't. I have to wear normal shirts most days. Well, come on, Andy. It's time to cowboy up, just man <laughs> up, and set the trend. What I like about the Aloha shirts for men and Moomoo's for women. As we go, as our waist expands, I don't have to buy a new wardrobe. <laughs> as age and uh, and those cruise ships catch up on, to us, huh? Uh, th- that that's right. That's why I said on a cruise ship, I enjoy the dining so much. I go on as a passenger, come off as cargo. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I have about fifteen or sixteen, seventeen Aloha shirts. Yeah, fun stuff. We've got, of course, a travel show on Saturday, 11 a.m. Can you give us a little sneak preview of what uh, what's coming up this coming Saturday when you guys join KDXU? Absolutely, we got some exciting things to be to, that we're going to be talking about, uh, including uh, on a cruise ship which cabins to avoid, Ooh. which ones you want to stay away from, how to go a cabin. I'll be talking about 
San Francisco. Everybody wants to ride the cable card. Don't buy a ticket. It's $8 one way. You can get an all-day pass for 15 bucks, which is good on the cable cars, the street cars, and the municipal buses. A, a lot of things with there we'll be talking about Oberammergau. By the way, you mentioned Gary. He has an exciting uh, river, Europe river cruise this summer. Yeah, in, in June. June. He's only got three cabins left. Uh, we'll also be broadcasting live from Bryce Canyon National Park. Ooh, now don't go there right now. It's cold. You're going to be there live this Saturday? This Saturday, oh. yeah. We'll be broadcasting from Ruby's Inn. Okay, well, you'll be inside, but I, I would suggest, Larry, you bring a jacket, maybe leave the Hawaiian shirt at home, or at least wear it under the jacket, because right now Bryce is cold. I'll be in my in my shorts, flip-flops, and Aloha <laughs> shirt with a flower lay and a tiki hat. What do you think? I, I, it won't be hard to find me. I, I actually believe you. I believe you will actually be dressed that way. You're not even blowing smoke our way. <laughs> no, we have so much fun. Again, the travel show this Saturday right here on News Radio 890, 92.5 KDXU, 11 to 1. Love to have you. By the way, in the coming weeks, I will be giving away a cruise. Yeah, a, a cruise with Royal Caribbean. I'll be giving you the details this Saturday and the next one. Yeah, we give away a lot of travel on the show. I love it. All right, thank you, Larry. Sure, great to talk to you today. Thanks, Andy. I'll see you at Angelica's next time we come down. <laughs> that sounds great. Uh, again, all, right. all uh, the best. All right, you too. 11 to 1 on Saturday, the travel show with the travel guru, Larry Gowix, at 11 o'clock on Saturday morning. Looking forward to that. Again, our, 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 our Saturday lineup is revamped. We're giving it a shot in the arm, and we hope that you will want to be a part of it and, uh, and be able to listen on Saturdays. Again, it starts at 6 a.m. with the State of Us Followed, oh, I'm sorry, that's on Sunday. 6 a.m. will be Amazing Americans, followed by some focus on business programs. And then at 11 a.m., the World Travel Show, uh, brought to you by Colum uh, Murdoch, Murdoch Columbus Travel. Oh, man, it's going to be good stuff. Hopefully, we, uh, we'll uh, give your weekend a shot in the arm.